This is Mom Nom, brought to you by Colorado Christian University and the Mops Podcast Network. Our mission is to create snackable content that invites women like you to participate in encouraging, validating, and inspiring other moms as we embrace the chaos together. This week, we have a story submission from Jessica in Lafayette, Louisiana. Jessica says, this story is something that I never thought would happen, and it opened my eyes to how much my husband and I need to work on our communication. One Saturday morning, our family of four were at Costco to do a little grocery shopping when my husband suggested that I go ahead and get my flu shot before we began. Knowing how time is limited for me during the day, I appreciated the notion and agreed. To set the scene, our oldest was inside the basket, my husband was holding the baby, and I was filling out paperwork by the pharmacy. As I was writing down our insurance information, my husband decided to take the baby and walk toward the front of the store to get a smoothie. He never told me where he was going, and my focus was fully on this, what seemed to be a thousand pages of paperwork. The next thing I know, my husband walks back to me and is asking me where our oldest daughter is. I looked up and saw that she wasn't inside the basket anymore. We like to joke a lot, so I laughed and assumed she would be running up behind him to yell, surprise, mom, I got you. But she wasn't behind him, and his face looked pretty serious. I immediately dropped the clipboard and run the entire perimeter of the store with the most gut-wrenching feeling I ever had. About five to ten minutes goes by, which felt like days, and I couldn't find her. So many thoughts were going through my head, and besides where is she, the main one was guilt. How could I let this happen? I later found out that she picked up the backside of the basket and made an opening for herself to get out so she could follow my husband. Luckily, one of the food sample employees noticed that she was by herself and kept shouting for her dad. The angel of a woman kept her by her side until we found her. I've never felt more relieved, so mad at my husband for tempting her to follow him and never noticing her yelling out for him, and like the worst mom on the planet for not noticing she left the basket. That situation could have turned out so much worse, and I keep that guilt with me every day. Even when other moms tell me similar stories with their little ones, I can't help but feel guilty. From then on, we always travel as a group. If one needs to go to the bathroom, we all go. If one wants a smoothie, we all go. Man, that that feeling of a missing child, like, I feel like we can all just, like, immediately jump to that exact feeling because it's happened to every one of us multiple times, multiple times. Yes, I think we've all felt that at some and point. And so if you haven't felt right. it yet, you will at some point. Yes. Even if it's for a millisecond, it's a feeling. Yeah that oh. is undescribable and i think that i think it's important to note that we've all felt that we've all mm-hmm. on different extremes and it's unfortunate that so many of us carry that amount of guilt yes so much guilt associated with something that it's just impossible and not a realistic expectation that we have complete control like right cuz that's like Mm-hmm. Complete control would be knowing where your kids are in foreign environments at all times. And like there's different stakes, right? If you're at a swimming pool, that's very different than a grocery store, which is different than in your house. But I I can even remember we were like looking for houses and uh so we were like touring a house and I lost one of my kids inside this house. And so there's not strangers there, it's us and a realtor. Mm-hmm. But even in those environments, it feels scary. But I'm not sure why we kind of press on ourselves the expectation that it's realistic to think we could track a human every waking minute. 
Well, I think it's also the expectation that we can do 16 things at the same time, yes. right? Fill out like a form we with feel shame and guilt when we can't focus on one thing over here and another thing over here and another thing over here when in reality we have to compartmentalize things. We have to be able to give our full attention to some things at some times and make those choices. But then there's sometimes where we have to divide our attention and it's just a necessity. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying it's okay to lose your kids, but like, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying we've all been there to some extent and it totally makes sense why and how that happened. And exactly. And I often reflect on, which I'm not sure if this is valuable or not, but in yesteryear, I don't think the expectations were the same as far as how closely you tracked all your kids. Like there was more of this, as I tell it in my own head, village mentality of like, if your kids wandered off in the grocery store, like someone was going to usher them back to you type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like there was, and maybe even it's that they often had larger families. So like the older siblings were in charge of the younger siblings type of dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what feels different, but it feels like that's kind of newer that it's basically solely up to the mom. And I feel like the mom more than the dad to be like, do you, have you kept count and attendance of where all your kids are at every moment? Well, and there's so much corruption today as opposed to yes. 20, 30, yes, 40 did. years ago. Not that there wasn't corruption then, but it just looks different now. Yeah. And the stakes have changed. The stakes have changed. That's, that is true. and that degree we're kind of driven by our like national trauma in that space of like mm -hmm. we hear these news stories of kidnappings and and things like that and that scares us I don't know about you but I remember in my childhood one of the like often told one was um kids being taken at Disney World or Disneyland and that mm -hmm. they would change their hair color, change their outfits and change their shoes or something. And yeah. so they would take them to the bathroom and do that. And I remember, especially in early, early days with the, when my kids were really little, like that playing through my head in places, like, it's just crazy mm -hmm. how those stories get retold in our brains so frequently that they drive our actions. Well, um, and your head immediately goes there when you're in that yes. situation where you feel like you've lost one of your children. And I, I'm so, I, I love this story though, because it's a reminder that there are still good people out there and yes, yes. that this lady that was sampling food saw what was happening and acted on it and knew exactly what to do. And what a relief that there are still a lot of good people out there. And I think that's the encouragement with this story too, is the world is a dark place, but there's also good in it. Thanks for listening to Mom Nom. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have a success, fail, challenge, or mom hack you'd like to share with us, visit momnom.org. This podcast is made in partnership with Mops International and Colorado Christian University. Moms thrive when connected to a Mops group. Moms succeed when pursuing their passion with up to 30% savings toward an online degree with CCU. Learn more at momnom.org.